Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 524, the not necessarily the box office report for the week ending November 10th, 2019. So there. Booyah. Yes. So uh, I guess, uh, well, let's just go around the table. Everybody can introduce themselves. <laughs> this is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. If my mic stand will continue to. <laughs> Do we get that blue chew? Yeah. We need to get some <laughs> Cialis for this thing. So uh, did I say my name? I don't know. I don't know. If I didn't, this is Tom. <laughs> I think they know. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. That's they could true. be a new listener. Every comic this book could, is somebody's first comic this book. This could be the week we get a new listener. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> this could be the year we get a new listener. Yes. <laughs> Woohoo. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, blah, blah, blah. I found out the <laughs> other day that uh, that putting your podcast on Google Play yeah. does not put your podcast on on Google Podcast. Oh, what? Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Huh. So none have of we our not po- been on Google? Apparently not. Oh, well, okay. that shows you how much people listen, use Google Podcasts. Yeah, right. But uh, no but one yeah. said we can't find you on Google Podcasts. <laughs> right. No one. But uh, yeah, I I noticed that the other day. Well, we, ta-da! We were doing some stuff with uh, the other podcast and trying to and, and the more profitable one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's nice to know that <laughs> we can at least get something out of yeah. you yes. concentrating on the other podcast. Like, you're doing this all wrong. Yeah, oh, yeah. really? Tell me more. <laughs> so, whoops. But, yeah, so it's uh, the little embed player had all the links. And so you're and then the links, like, the, for the Google podcast didn't work because we're not on there. Bro, we're well, just like, well, what the hell? What the hell? All of a sudden, we get we 15,000 yeah, new I subscribers. Know. Blue Chew comes to us. Everyone yes. had just, just waiting. <laughs> Well, yeah, we'll just be so sponsors. We'll just be, yep. we'll we'll be putting stamps on envelopes <laughs> with our massively erect penises That's from, right. from Blue Chew. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> with MailChimp. Yes. Yeah. Sending our Blue Apron meals out with our stamps. You keep my erection away from a chimp. Oh. You do you, man. That's, I don't judge. So, uh, so anyway, 
while you're at the your internet delivery device, be sure and subscribe so uh, you never miss an episode. And of course, you can check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group, and uh, share an episode. Become a an official member of the League of Show Sharers. People who were kind enough to share the show this week, Librarian Cynthia, Linnea Thunsell, uh, Susan Carlson, Chris Sanders, Zara Vandercreek, Travis Tewitt, Tom Comiskey, Brent Smith, Chris Magicman, Dustin at Nerds at Night Gaming, Ron Johnson, Gabriel Lugo, Julianne Jordan, John Friedman, Griffin Fox Smith, Chris William, Douglas Bolduck. Oh, that's a new that's one. That's a new one. Oh. So welcome, Douglas. Dan? Uh, well, well have, yeah. You don't know this, Douglas, because you're probably new, but when when, when Dan was around, yeah. he'd sing you a special song. Uh, Brad Hyen, Ralph Tribble. Aaron Marlowe, Tammy Sherman Powers, Timmy Tuzunes, and Jason Weesey. So thank you very much, guys, for sharing the show and uh, and letting your friends know that we exist. So th- uh, also, we have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash real spoilers, where for five bucks a month, you get uh, all sorts of bonus content and the pride of knowing you're helping out a fledgling podcast. So and there's some coming. Here we got we Kevin and I recorded two of them. Yeah, so awesome. they're they're in the can and ready to go. Awesome. Well, that, that second I'm, one's a doozy. Oh Jesus well, Christ! I know how much you guys like a doozy in your can. So let me tell you. There we go. There it is. Wow. <laughs> the longest hour and a half of my life. Oh, they make you watch. Do you make you watch a musical? No. You do an episode of like, music. Sound uh, yeah. of Music or something? No. You think Grace? Sound of Great Music I... is an hour and a half? South Pacific? Oh, yeah, well, that I thought sounds short for sure. Your episode oh. would... Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you don't... <laughs> this was a watch along. Yeah, we did a commentary. We did a commentary track ah. for an hour and a half that felt like it went four hours. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So, so uh, anyway, there. There's all that. Uh, do we have news? Sure. I mean, yeah, Batman. That's really, at this point in the news... Better than Scorsese versus Cinema. Yeah, that's true. So uh, just some casting. They cast uh, Matthew McConaughey as Harvey Dent. They never said Two Face, so I'm, that leads me to believe that he is not going to be Two Face. That's good. I, they're, they, He'll be the, they're not packing more villains into this. I'm happy to hear that. They're building the world, but they're not. They're like laying the groundwork right, yes. for there to be a Two Face later. Yes, which yes. is how you should do it. Just Correct. Like the original Batman. Right. Right. I mean, it, it was great I, to see Harvey Dent in there. Right. Oh sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Uh, I don't know. I didn't mind the way that they did it in the Dark Knight. Well, that's, but there weren't. 20 other villains in that right movie. that's like, true this that's movie true. you hear all this casting and it's like oh my god <laughs> but they're just casting the people as opposed to the villains right like they're so i like right. that i like building the, the world around them yeah. uh and then it was uh andy circus i think is in the running for alfred mm-hmm. which i was like okay yeah. i sure like i at some point i <laughs> just kind of motion capture uh, yeah, a michael right. goff or yeah. go <laughs> no alfred. the guy's probably like so mad that he has all these huge roles in these major nerd movies. Right. But nobody wants to pay for a picture with him at Wizard World. Oh, really? Well, but I mean, you don't know what he looks like. Oh, I guess that's true. Right? Like, <laughs> Who are like, you? Right. Like, oh, Claw. you're... Yeah, cl- right, I feel like, like he kind of looks like Gollum. Like you're Spiegel and you're King Kong and you're Planet of the King Apes. Kong? I think he was one of them. Oh. Like, wasn't he in the King Kong and the Peter Jackson one? King Kong and Planet of the Apes. Oh, and in Planet. I'm like, yeah. wait a minute, hold on. I think you're crossing. Yeah. Give me that movie where <laughs> Kong shows up in Planet of the Apes. Right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he. I I thought he was in the Peter Jackson movie. Okay. It's very possible. He but, has motion captured a lot of creatures and. Yeah, he's, he's not. He's uh, Big Gera. Oh, that, that's exactly what I went to. <laughs> um, but it's like at some point I do kind of want a comic book accurate Alfred. We'll like, switch comic book. All of them? 
He all look, oh. he always looks the same. He's always got like the pencil mustache and the not, ball. Not when he's a badass marine that's or not, whatever. That's, you never see that version of the. That's not, nobody thinks of that version of the character. Well, they think of I know pe- pencil. Just, I want the pencil mustache, going bald. Well, there you go. That kind of like you know the traditional looking Alfred. Right. But we don't get that ever. Yeah. Never. No, but none of these, none of these Alfreds have ever had a mustache. I hope he's motion capturing the Alfred from Batman, the yes. animated series. Oh, sure. <laughs> and it's just it's just an animated perfect recreation. It of is that. weird though. Like I hope that he motion captures King Kong <laughs> as, as Alfred, as Alfred, <laughs> but just totally like King Kong is the actor. You're not supposed to see and King then, Kong. Spoiler: his half brother. Gorilla Grodd. D- done. <laughs> Sign me up. It, I mean, it writes itself. It does write itself. Yeah. yeah. Slash yeah. pick. Yeah, right. Was he Was he King Kong? He was. Okay. Yeah. And then... Uh, Don't ever question me again. I didn't question <laughs> you. I just didn't think that it was true. Um, <laughs> he's half her age in reverse. <laughs> oh, my God. There's a great quote, and we have to somehow bring it up. I mean, it I, it hasn't aired yet, so I don't... Well, by the time this posts, it should be out there, but uh, Joe came up with... If, for you Patreon listeners, you are in for a treat. There's a moment of revelation when Joe comes up with this phrase because he can't find the words for a very simple human language type thing defense, to say. I recorded and he, three hours of podcasting. But still, he just he couldn't find these very simple <laughs> words to describe something super simple. And so he went about this complex way of explaining it. And it, became, Story of my life. it became this amazing quote. So I'm not going to spoil it here, but we may have to use it in the future. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Colin Farrell as the Penguin, which is the most interesting of all of the casting. Uh, to come out of that whole thing because that has he let himself go i don't think so i mean i just saw the trailer for the new um guy Ritchie movie and he looks like colin farrell but you know penguin in gotham is a skinny i guess kid, that's true so it's yeah. like i guess they're gonna go more of a they're not gonna make him necessarily be waddling and round like yeah, a penguin yeah, yeah, they're just gonna fair. but he's also uh, i guess he i don't know how tall colin it doesn't matter but <laughs> that was just like that wasn't that was the one where i was like huh that's weird yeah. all right like, I mean, if they if they're saying that Colin, if like the penguin is like the owner of the Iceberg Lounge mm-hmm. and doesn't really like has like maybe maybe Batman goes to deal with him because he needs information. I can deal with that. Yeah, he's there, but he's not a main right. focus of the story. Yeah, I, I love the world building that they're going to have set up these things that like in the comics, you know, these different things they do when they're not, you know, Batman does go and interrogate or go check out a minor thing, but right. he's not chasing them down. Right, right, And right. I think that's what they're doing. It sounds really cool. Though, and, and it's a huge cast. It's I mean, huge is, cast. Yeah. And it's not, it doesn't look like it's stopping anytime soon. Well, I don't, they're going to condiment King. Like <laughs> yeah, right. I, what else are they going to, uh, King tut? They're going to yeah. get egghead. They're going to, they're going to do egghead. the, they're going to do the, uh, oh man, that'd well, be, they'll, they'll that could be really good. Doctors, doctors, it, it would go one of two ways. It really there would, would be no middle ground. <laughs> yeah. If you did the ventriloquist. Yeah. Doc, Mr. Zaz, that'd be kind of, but, uh, the, uh, I think they're just going to do CG. They'll just bring Vincent Price. That's what I said. Egghead. Yeah. They'll just, yeah. Yeah, they'll get a guy that, you know, do the body, but they'll CG Vincent Price's face on him. It's a great cast. I can't wait to be disappointed by it. <laughs> no. You weren't disappointed by Nolan, were you? No. So it's not a, like... I mean, but this is Matt Reeves, and yeah. he's a capable director. So you know that when in the right hands, these DC movies can be good. So I don't... It's just been a, it's been a cup it's of been, coffee. It's been a long time. Since they've done... Joker? I mean, Joker was good, but that was, you know... I mean, I th- I think they're going. It looks like they're going to build on it, but like 
uh, the original plan was not to. Right. You know. And then it made a billion dollars. Right. And they were like, the well, I guess we could. The most profitable superhero movie of all time. So and speaking of yeah. our next, that was a great segue. That's yeah, what I do. Officially. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. Joker is. That's why the other podcast is so successful. <laughs> <laughs> so the other, so Joker, uh, after this past week, is up to $955 million. They said it's sure to hit a billion dollars. And I don't know how it can. It's like a micro budget. I mean, for, the, for, yeah. for a superhero movie, what was it, 40? I think I thought it was sixty. It's either forty or yeah. sixty, but for for a DC Comics movie, and now it's going to hit a billion dollars worldwide. Insane. So, and it's like people are just like, well, it's the MCU killer. I was like, nope, nope, nope. Yeah, it's you different. Get, it's a completely you, you different. You get one when Marvel's like, oh, we're going to put out four of them, and they're all going to make over a billion dollars. Yeah, like, it's that. Yeah. yeah, that's silly to think that. But I think it's interesting if they start applying this, and I I don't want cheap imitations, but for them to maybe explore different characters in a way that. Uh, doesn't make them super like comic booky to make them maybe more grounded. Budget was fifty five to seventy according okay. to still to Wikipedia, but still <laughs> yeah. for a for a superhero well, movie, I'm a comic think, book movie. What was the budget for Ant Man? I feel like that's the one that may have had like the uh, lowest was budget. It, uh, was it was still like, like a hundred. Was, was it? Was I think it was like one twenty five? I want to okay. say uh, like one twenty. I feel like that would be the one that had the lowest budget, but it didn't get the but multiplier. Oh no, so, for sure. A, yeah. So this is like a, a twenty it, times multiplier. Wikipedia lists it. List it with a range of 130 to 170. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. The original or the second? The original. Oh, my man. Yeah, that's... Oh, but they had to do a lot of reshoots on that. Oh, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, they did. Oh, because of all the, the yeah. directors changing? Yeah, or, so yeah. that could have been... That's true, because tonally, I guess it wasn't... It was a Simon... It was an Edgar Wright There were so many people, and then it was... Adam uh, McKay. Adam McKay, yeah. and then yeah, Peyton, now Peyton, Peyton Reed. Reed and he's coming back for three, so that's... I mean, he's... He deserves he's, it. He's handled those movies well. I think yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp... Like, I like the original Ant-Man, but I think Ant-Man and the Wasp is better... Like, yeah, right? I like them. I think those are both. Uh, it's not a Thor: uh, The Dark World situation. No, I think, but I think they did interesting things with that Ant Man and the Wasp. The way they expanded it and made the Wasp a, uh-huh. a main character, and I, I really like what they did. It was really funny. I mean, that end chase scene and everything oh, yeah. with the shrinking and all that stuff. I, I, I think that it was really good, and I'm happy to have him back for sure. I'm sure he's just like, thank God. What no, else? You know, back to Joker real quick. Yeah. My concern about the success of Joker, which is deserved, and sure. I like the film, but is that is that it will confirm this notion for Warner Brothers yep. that for their superheroes to work, they need to be dark and gritty. Yep. And I think uh, that, like that's it, it works here because Batman because it's appropriate. Yeah. Sure. Right. You know, but Superman's not right, dark and gritty. Be the Nolan thing right, all over but again. I, I don't need a, a Joker version of Lex Luthor. I could. I mean, I don't even want a. Don't need a At Joker least, version so, of Superman. Here's the right. thing. I think Lex Luthor can be sympathetic. I think that there is enough. Lex Luthor or Lex Luthor Jr.? Lex Luthor. I, I'm not even <laughs> saying that you, you, but, can't, but I mean, it's like, you can't have a, 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 a version where there's some degree of sympathy yeah, well, for sure. what led to him becoming that. Right. But what I'm saying, but this really bleak, dark, yeah, gritty version. Like, I agree. I, I don't know that that works. I like, I like the idea of Lex as like the hero of metropolis yeah and he all the adoration goes to him and then all of a sudden here comes this thing out of the out of thin air and everybody's like screw lex like look at look at this guy he can yeah. throw up he can throw a planet and lex gets pissed yeah. off like i can deal i like that idea of a he story. doesn't have to be a super villain like lex luther can always be thinking he's doing the right thing yeah and yeah and, and but can... but yeah you're rooting for lex you're like mm-hmm. yeah we're gonna clean up metropolis we're yeah. gonna do that you're he's I, maybe you even have him 
Lois Lane and I mean there's there's a bit of a history in the comics of him and Lois kind of being a thing at one point and then all of a sudden everything's taken away from him and he's like f the big blue boy scout like I'm taking him down however I have to just as long as you work Jolly Ranchers into the script <laughs> oh, <God. somehow>, just... <laughs> I'm sure Jolly Ranchers are like no 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 can you get like the off brand we don't want anything to do with that ever again <laughs> yeah happy yeah. happy cow yeah, right. guys yeah. they're like is there a Reese's pieces to R M and M's that you could right. roll with because I please don't let it be us whatever you do but i think i i mean when you look at to your point i think with the success of watchmen as well where it's just oh, like it's on again tonight it I'm is so and excited. it's just like but it's but so what you're saying is like watchmen's not bright and happy yeah. you know like it's it's also yeah, that definitely it, works and that yeah and that's right i mean you have to make the move the look of the movie should reflect the character the, the if the source material if if it has a source material you know it should match that if dark and gritty is what that character in that world calls for then yes but you're right tom when when the the worst <laughs> thing that could have happened was for this is christopher nolan's amazing trilogy and then it worked so well and it was batman and it was dark and gritty right and so they said oh dark and gritty that's what people want but it's like no that's what people want in a batman movie. <laughs> right <laughs> and and they just they missed the mark and then everything became dark superman became dark and it's like no spy that movies can be fun but what i want from james bond isn't what i want from austin powers correct well, yeah correct yeah. i'll take some jokes i'll take some quips and one-liners but he better start like punching people in the throat and i don't right. I sh- there's never a point unless he's fighting the last bad guy where i feel like james bond should be in danger yeah he should be able to take everybody out without thinking about it until he gets the bad guy like dave batista <laughs> i'm excited to see what happens with this carrie fukunawa james yeah that, bond. i think i i don't think carrie fukunawa he doesn't get the the not the respect, but that dude's a talented filmmaker. Yeah, and so I mean, what, first, I mean, he developed for, it. And well, he did. The, he, he, I think he co-wrote and directed the first season of True Detective, right? And then he developed hit a version of it. Yeah, and then that got kind of spun off into the Andy Machetti right. version. So I'm saying, like, what is Carrie Fuka now? There's something actually, else in there. He's done something else that was like okay. kind of like an indie flick. Yeah, that I feel like was like good, but not like not raised to the level of okay. breaking out of like that indie market. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, when it comes to true detective and him, his work and on it and developing that, because obviously those films were, were great. Sure. And so I, I think he is definitely talented. I just don't know. Like to me, he doesn't have that proven of a track record in film yet. No, I, but I think the stuff right. he has done has been really good. So yeah. I'm excited to see what him getting a huge franchise like James Bond, how, how that, I feel is. like if kind of like with Dr. Sleep, uh, where it could be Mike Flanagan's breakout, like, yeah. oh, this guy's a, a force. I feel mm-hmm. like if Bond, what's it called? 27? 27. Whatever uh, number it is, like, if, if it works, and he I, he's taken over after from Sam Mendes, who was, like, not an easy... Isn't it called No Time to Die? Oh, that's it, yeah. yeah. Who's not an easy act to follow, given the last four? Did he do the first, last four? Uh, he's Royale, done all Quantum the... Solace. Spectre. No, he didn't do Casino Royale, right? He didn't? Casino Royale was... Oh, I'm blanking. Martin Campbell? Yes, okay. thank you. And that's, but Sam Mendes did the other ones after that. So he did three, I Yeah, guess. and that's that's not an easy track to... You know, easy, he did. Easy I, I think Sam Mendes' first one actually was Skyfall, and oh, and everyone so thought good. that was so amazing. And then he did the next, so I'm going to say he's done two. Okay. okay. And this, really? I thought he did Quantum of Solace. I don't think so. I okay. think that was Martin Campbell. I, it, this is, I mean, it's been years and sorry. Yeah. I'm not prepared to talk about James Bond <laughs> directors, but I'm pretty sure that it was Martin Campbell and then Sam Mendes came on for Skyfall and that's when everyone was like, ooh. Because Quantum Solos was not good. Mark Forster. Did too? 
did Quantum, Quantum, Quantum Solace. Yeah. Oh, so they just went to another yeah, mark. Because that, that one is not no, good. Martin, that one's brutal. But there was a writer strike in the middle. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, that's brutal. And that mo- but that movie is awful. It's not good. It's probably the worst of the James Bond movies. I mean, it might be. I would watch. I would I'm watch. Not a, I haven't seen them all. I'm not a big James Bond guy, but like that. It's bad. That was a snooze. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would watch On Her Majesty's Secret Service before I watch that. Yeah. And that's not even the worst. I didn't hate it, but watch I watched Never Say Never Again. Ooh, that's a bad. Man, I struggle with even calling that a James Bond movie. I mean, it is. It is. But it's like, it's one of those weird ones that came out. It's the, technically the last Connery one, but yeah. they were like, we got to bring him back, so we're going to put two out at the same time. So when he's in that mankini on the beach, which one's oh no? I feel like that's Doctor No. Is it? Uh, but that's when he was in shape. Yeah, like right. Was, it just was interesting. I mean, try to but you, they do that. Try to go put that. They on do that today, in Casino Joe. Royale when when yeah, David, got, Daniel yeah. Craig walks out and you're just like, yeah, Jesus. But, but he definitely. I mean, he's in like a speedo and he's ripped. Like yeah. that's fine. I'm just well, that was ripped when yeah, when yeah, Sean yeah, Connery in nineteen sixty like whatever. It's like when you see like the hot girls back. In the fifties right, and sixties, sure. they actually look like they might have eaten a meal that day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's what everybody's like. Well, Marilyn Monroe was like a size ten, and there's somebody once said to me, she goes, "Yeah, but a size ten in nineteen sixty whatever is a size four now." Yeah, and I was like, "Well, that's fair." Actually, I think it goes the other way. Like they kept making the sizes. They, they her make size, the, her size. They make a big deal. She was like a size fourteen right. or something, but that's not. Yeah, they started making the smaller sizes bigger because women would be like, oh, I fit into a size six, <laughs> yeah. then I'll buy oh, this. I'll buy it. Yeah. Thank you. And the other movie you're trying to think of was he directed Beasts of No Nation. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that yeah. was the Netflix one, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he also, uh, one of his early movies was uh, a Spanish language movie called Sin Nombre, which was really good oh, yeah. about people trying to like ride the trains uh, like illegal immigrants to a sneak into the Terminator country. Dark Fate. I mean, honestly, when I saw it, that's the first thing I was like, "Oh, this is like Sinombre. Yeah. Like, this is it's all about them, you know, how they sneak into the country and okay. what they have to go through to do it. It's a good movie. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I I forgot about that. I didn't because at the time, I guess that was his first movie. You said. Uh, I don't know if it's his first, early, but okay. uh, uh, no, it looks like it's his okay. first full length film because yeah, so. I didn't realize at the time because I remember that film and I I didn't know him yet. And so I forgot that he was uh, the director. So that's, that's same cool. when I looked it up. I yeah. was like, oh, that was him. Yeah. Good so, yeah. talented, talented guy, yeah. certainly. So I'm excited though. But to get a James Bond movie, and especially one surrounded with so much turmoil, this is the first one coming off. Daniel slit my wrist before I do another James yeah. Bond. Craig's and, uh, and that, like we said when he announced that, it's like the dude just finished the movie. Yeah. Like I get being, and it was a very fatigued. dry British sense of humor. Yes. Right? He was joking, but straight face. He may not have been joking. Like if he was, he was. I mean, I'm sure he was him, fed he up. Was, he was joking, but he was doing it in a dry very dry way right. and i mean he was he was serious about like i'm not ready to think about this <laughs> yeah. but he was not actually saying i will kill no. clearly he was not yeah he's serious. back yeah. <laughs> at least for one more yeah this i think this is his last one be interesting we'll see what they do bring in idris elba so um uh, anybody else have any other news i think there were just think, a couple uh, that's about it it's been a it's been a slow with slow week which i'm okay with so uh, let me just look here. Uh, the uh, Gerard Butler's Fallen franchise is getting three more movies. Sure, and why maybe not? Maybe a TV show. So I guess they make plenty of money. Um, <laughs> according to MovieWeb.com, Ooh. there's a new Justice League photo. They're still doing this. Oh, like, God. As the release the Snyder Cut campaign rages on. So there's a rage. Well, I will. They're raging. They're raging. They're raging. Yeah. But I a, think that's a, it's a, literally just a picture of Henry Cavill, like getting ready to fly. Like that's the extent. I think one picture is 
that another one is like cyborg being reassembled and it's like I, who <sighs> i mean they're just keeping it alive i mean they're they're clearly it's i guess because Zack snyder isn't involved in this anymore so he's still trying to keep like keep his name out there yeah. keep fueling the fire for fans and everything he's like i made a watchman movie that's popular now right <laughs> that's the thing it's done a lot of stuff but i mean uh, it'll be interesting to see if this, uh, like, if, if they ever release something or is if it, it even done? Ever goes away? Well, it's the, the special effects apparently aren't finished, but there is a like a cut. A cut. It's just not. Yeah. I wonder hmm. if they were to finish the special effects and put it out digitally, what would it do? Yeah, I you know, like, don't waste the time on the, the theater. Twenty people. That's talking what I'm, that's about what I'm this? saying. Yeah. Like, finish the special effects put it out digitally or as like a special edition. Don't put it in theaters because you're going to lose your ass on, yeah. on it in theaters. Just make it or even do like doesn't don't Warner Brothers have like the Warner Brothers archive where you can order mm-hmm. like don't yeah. they don't do like mass printings they like of print things. to order they print it to, to order or do yeah. a fathom event. Yeah, that and that then, would probably do OK. That but would be I just good. yeah, I, but I also kind of feel like the longer it's people have kind of moved on. Yeah, I, I mean, clearly some people have. Yeah, but and I think, DC's moved on. Yeah, they're just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> so we got to get we got to we got to lock down JJ. That's really our main concern at this point. It'll be like a an extended deleted scene on a <laughs> yeah. on a Joker Blu-ray. Yeah. The 10th like, anniversary like the jo- Yeah, like the Joker needed any more reason to yeah. you know, rake in the cash. But it's like, you know, I go over to Screen Rant, another movie news website, and their featured article is fan-made Justice League trailer is the heavy metal Snyder cut fans want. It's like somehow it's just like this thing. I mean, how many years ago? Three now for Justice League? Uh, Four? Yeah. I, yeah. It's like... How many? I can't believe they're still talking about this. <laughs> and how can a fan-made thing be the Snyder cut? Right. They, huh? Well, they—they they, uh, apparently this heavy metal trailer that they cut is the tone that the fans want. I think is what they're trying to say. Oh. Like, this is what the, fans. The the the, the, the ones that the are one, still the worried about this movie. People, yeah. yeah. The, and <laughs> Justice League cut. Dark side actor calls for WB to release the Snyder cut. It's like these Momoa news said it. Did he? Yeah. Like he posted a picture of him. Uh, spearing Steppenwolf. Yeah, and it's uh, the hashtag is released the Snyder. Cut. Oh, is that Momoa? I saw that yeah. in one of these Momoa articles. Momoa posted okay. that. It was a black and, and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. And it's just like, stop it, stop I, it. It's I just <laughs> it's like I release the damn thing, or they're not yeah. gonna they're gonna sit up. But, I mean, and then he's got something else coming out. He's got like a a zombie another zombie movie. Well, coming out going back Net- to zombies. Says, that's right. On yeah. Netflix with Batista. Yeah, well, there you go. So um, I think that's it for movie news, though. Oh, you had an interesting interaction to the theater this weekend, didn't you? Oh, should I put that in this one? <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> this jerk. So the same. Not, not me. Well, no, 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 no. So the I sa- mean, you are also a jerk. Yeah, no, but yeah. you're not the jerk yeah. in, in question. this story. Yes. Yeah. So the St. Louis International Film Festival is in town, and that's no problem with that. And I'm working that, so it's going to be a very long 10 days. But lots of great films, a lot of stuff that hasn't been out in theaters yet. Like I saw Waves the other night, which is fantastic. That will definitely be getting Oscar buzz and attention. Uh, uh, let's see what else. Um, the Marriage Story yeah. with Adam. Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. I didn't realize that was a Netflix was movie. was amazing. It comes out December 2nd or December 4th on, I think it's December 4th on Netflix. So I saw that a month early. It was at some film festivals previously as well. But, uh, oh my gosh, as someone that, if you've been through a divorce uh, and or, or even people that have been through a relationship that has gone from the peak and the really great times to <laughs> the contentious or, times. Or a relationship. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like you. This movie is so relatable because you see the good times. I mean, like a lot of these good relationship dramas do. But you see the good times. You see flashbacks, and I'm talking about the heights of the relationship. This sounds eerily similar to the Bruce Willis movie, The Story of Us. 
It might is that be. Michelle Pfeiffer? I think that's who was the, and it was, yeah, and it was the same premise of like, it is kind of the, they're going through a bad time, but then you get the flashbacks mm. and like, see what led to this. But I feel like this is just the bad stuff, right? Well, I, no, I mean, you see, you do see like little flashbacks, but the, just the most of the movie is going through the divorce sure, and, sure. and it's very bad. Yes. But, oh my gosh, the performances, I mean, Scarlett Johansson, uh, I, I, I've liked her in a lot of stuff, a lot of her early work. Lately, not as much, but I mean, she does give a great performance in this. Adam Driver is great. As she always. plays a black man in this movie. <laughs> it's, she really loses had, herself in the role. I had almost forgotten about the controversy. <laughs> thank you for thank you for reminding me, Tom. Uh, but the, their performances are great, and they give some really big, you know, throwdown, you know, emotional stuff. Just the two of them on screen together. So uh, saw that. So anyway. Film festival's great. We're only a few days into it. But so I knew that I... So I'm doing a guest podcast tonight after the film festival. So I'm bookending today's all-day event with podcasts. And so I knew I had to see Dr. Sleep for today for the next episode. I knew I had to see Midway for the podcast that I'm guesting on. And so I'm like, okay, and I have a film festival movie to see. So there's a lot going on. I said, okay, I'll go see one movie Thursday night opening i don't usually do that but uh, a late movie to get it done so i have more time for the other stuff i don't want to see three movies in a day which i did (laughs) (laughs) so spoiler i did and this is why so joe and movie boyfriend brian spath uh they were going to a 10 30 p.m doctor sleep now mind you doctor sleep is a two and a half hour movie yeah movies have so it's gonna not even start till 11 movies have 25 minutes of previews in front of them yep so 11 p.m start for a two and a half hour movie that's also 20 to 30 minutes from my house to go to bed and wake (laughs) up and do my other stuff so i was like oh i really want to i told joe but i don't think i can then i kept bouncing back and forth oh i might make it i don't know so after all the film festival stuff i'm like you know what i better get this one out of the way because i have two more to see tomorrow i don't want to stack three up so after the film festival, I get done with Marriage Story, which is a long movie. I get done with that at about 10.30. So I could go home and get home by 11, go to bed. Or I could go see Dr. Sleep till 2 in the morning. So I'm like, I don't want to see three movies tomorrow. I'll do it. <laughs> so I drive from working at the film festival downtown. Which is like midtown. Yeah. To 20-something minutes away to go to Ronnie's. Which is in the county. Yeah. And... I get there at 11.01. The movie started at 10.30. So, I mean, never in my mind did I think this would be a problem. I get there at 11.01, 23, 25 minutes of previews. I'll miss seven minutes of Dr. Sleep. Whatever, you know, maybe. Is the box office even still open at this point? No. Surprisingly, not. not, Because I I, I was like, if the movie starts at 10.30, it's probably one of the last movies of the day. Right. Yeah. On a Thursday, but no, yeah. but the, their kiosks are in the front doors. Like, I mean, you can buy a ticket. You okay, don't have yeah. to. Have the box you, don't need a, open. you don't need a live person um, anymore. I had on my way there up on my phone. I had Fandango up to buy the ticket. Uh, I get to the doors. Okay, I bought the ticket. Oh, I didn't know and, that part. In the more, it's a sixteen dollar ticket for yeah, this movie. Well, yeah, we bought the we yeah yeah Six, we went to the the well nice nighttime one. Did you get this special one with like reserved seating and yeah. a hand job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was Brian. Big, oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, big theater nighttime screening, right? So sixteen dollar ticket. I bought it in the morning, so I'm in Marriage Story. You can cancel Fandango up to the start time. It's ten twenty six. Marriage Story is about to end, but real quick, I pull it up. I'm like, I better cancel this in case I can't make it. I'm glad I oh, did. Oh, thank God! I canceled it because I'm like, oh, sixteen bucks. So I had to pull up my phone as I drove there. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready to press buy when I'm there, make sure I'm actually going to be there, right? I go to buy when I'm in the parking lot, buy it again for $16, and it says, this is no longer available. I'm like, okay, it started. They can't sell you the ticket. Right. Fine. 
I park. I walk up to the doors. Box office is black. Uh, lights are on inside, but like no one's in the main lobby. Ticket taker, concession. Like no one's there. I see a kid cleaning. I see a manager looking guy in the bar area off to the left. So there's people, but no one's like ready to help me. And every door is locked. <laughs> so I've just, you know. So I've, I'm getting, I'm, I'm in the theater. Yeah. We're getting messages. It's like, hey, I'm on my way. We're like, cool. Yeah. We'll see you when you get here. And then all of a sudden I get a message that says, I'm locked out. And I was like, in my head, I was like, of his car? <laughs> of So I think I said, like, of what? And you were like, the theater. Yeah. I go, what? What do you mean? Because, I mean, in my head, I'm thinking, I mean, first of all, I didn't want to do this. And I made the jump. I'm already <laughs> tired. And I decide to go see a movie that's going to start at 11 freaking p.m. and go for two and a half hours. And I drove 20 something minutes to get there. <laughs> And then I'm locked out. So I'm just, I'm so frustrated. There's people in there, but I can't get anyone's attention. The movie has been on literally, like I said, for like seven minutes, the actual movie. It's right. not like I came in at 1230 and the movie's been on but for an hour. But when it's the last screening of the day, they're probably, and it's, you know, yep. and it's 30 minutes past the posted start time. I guess you'd be like, lock them up. Yeah. Right. But what if I had bought the ticket and didn't cancel it? I mean, if I had a ticket and I it would seven they know. minutes ago. Maybe they know that. Like, you know what I mean? Oh. Like, but, Maybe, but it was just a very frustrating yeah. experience because it's like I'm. That's I, insanely frustrating. It hardly had the movie had hardly started. Yeah. I get in the box office, send the kids home, whatever. But like, if anyone could be there, like I called, no one answered their phones, right. you know. And it's like if someone could at least be there, work. I mean, people are in the theater; people have to be there. And, and I did see two people walking around, so it's like I'm right there. I drove to <laughs> to see the stupid movie. Just let me in. Let like, me in. So it didn't work. So I was mad. And then I had to drive another 20 something minutes <laughs> home. And I'm home. just like, this is stupid. <laughs> so then the next day, I saw back to back to back. That's a long Doctor day. Sleep. Yeah, long movies too. Doctor Sleep, Midway, and Waves. All two hour plus movies. So. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It was a long day. That's so a long that day. was my story. My frustrating experience was at Knives Out. Oh, yeah? And, uh, Are we allowed to talk about it? Well, I'm not talking about the movie. I'm oh, talking just about the, experience? The, the frustrating experience I had. With, there was. Uh, guy sitting somewhere around us i'm assuming a guy fair enough uh a person i'm gonna assume a guy <laughs> okay continue <laughs> and and you, people can write letters if they want but <laughs> when you hear the rest of the story you're gonna know that i'm right <laughs> and uh i'm assuming for dinner he had some sort of a oh. small woodland creature okay uh <laughs> because this dude was floating air biscuits <laughs> like <laughs> holy crap <laughs> it was insane and not like one like like audible or just like no like all of a sudden, like, your all of a sudden you're just like what died in here <laughs> like you could taste what he had oh my god like your eyes are watering oh. like i'm like sir you need to see a medical professional <laughs> something died in your something butt. <laughs> something is going on in your lower intestines <laughs> and it, it's crept up to your mid intestines <laughs> you got problems brother and, and it's ugly and i mean five six seven times oh my god throughout the movie like it wasn't like one and done like uh. it was like and 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 sometimes they might have been 10 15 minutes apart you know what i mean <laughs> so, so by you, the time one clears. so you're thinking we're done you're thinking you're you're thinking you're safe yeah you know yeah you're thinking you're safe like okay this guy's got to be done. Does anybody want to disagree that it's a guy at this point? I mean, probably not. Five, six times <laughs> in a guy. crowded movie theater. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite things to do when I was a teenager yeah. was like I was one of the ones with the car. Yeah. So I would, in the, in the wintertime, I would rip ass and then turn the heat up. And roll the windows and up <laughs> and wait for somebody to get in the car. Oh, put a recycled air. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I do. I, was, I didn't care. It was, well, it, was, it was it was your own blend. So it was like, now, I think we finally reached the uh, the, 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 lo, the low point of <laughs> tangents when we're we went just reminiscing <laughs> of hot boxing. about farts. So it still makes me laugh. I think I, you know what? I almost I'm trying to think if I did that to the end. I, I think. <laughs> Obviously, before we were, I had well, to. This be, was probably be, right around the time, time she got wanted, divorced. She wanted to divorce <laughs> you, yeah. So call uh, back to last episode. Yeah, yeah. is that <laughs> a Dutch oven? Uh, no, a Dutch oven is something completely different. It's an Italian thought, oven when he does. Yeah, it. that's right. A Dutch <laughs> oven is like under the covers. Yeah. yeah well, no, that's what just I mean. A, though, yeah, like just a hot box. Yeah, hot box. Well, yeah. I think at this point uh, we should probably turn <laughs> our eyes to the box office. Kevin has his Any other urban dictionaries you'd like me to explain to you. Kevin, how about a blumpkin? No, please no. Yeah, so uh, I do, Tom, and this week at the box office, there were some surprises, and namely Midway at number one, beating out Dr. Sleep. Yeah, I did not see that coming at Eight, all. 18. I think you just don't get a lot of movies like this. And Yeah, the, that's the, true. And I bet you it will have legs because it's it's target, it Yes, because it's targeting an older demo, yeah. which are typically late to movies. And so Veterans I, Day is on Monday. Yeah, and so I think that like they're going to... They're gonna keep coming to this movie. For this a is while. Roland Emmerich. Yeah, was how was it? Day guy. Uh, this movie makes Michael Bay's Pearl Harbor look like Saving Private Ryan, as in like, oh, well, that's not a good thing. No, 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 right, right, right. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you. It's it's a shame. I I thought the action when it got there, like the end, like the last half, was really yeah. decent. Like I was I was in it. it I, I mean, it definitely has that like overly cgi sure. glossy sheen to it but sure. by the time you get to the second half you kind of have adapted and you're like yeah. oh this is really well framed action like it was exciting yeah but that first half i think i fell asleep twice i mean Ooh. it was it's if if you this is a like, remake right no i mean the I people think, have told well, the story isn't, but there, isn't there another movie called midway but it's not I think, re- but i mean this is not a remake I don't know it's if, the telling of the battle of midway yeah it's a re- oh, oh oh you know what i mean yes, like it's yes, based yes. on historical events yeah. so i don't know you can truly call but it there a was another film called midway i think so right? yeah Possibly. sorry john wayne i think i don't know there's a lot of but i don't yeah. think this is any kind of a remake. i don't think okay it, yeah. i'm with you I'm with but um yeah it's basically like slightly above average uh aerial fights uh interrupted by characters uh, reading to you from a Wikipedia article about World War II. Gross. Yeah, it's just, but, <laughs> like the dialogue was brutal as was, they're trying to explain to you why World War II is happening. Yeah, it's 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 unfortunate that it's a very poorly written movie because I mean Roland Emmerich, he knows action. It you know he's done I all these. He, I think he knew action, but he can do it. I mean, this shows he can do it. It's it's effective action, but the dialogue is not great. And um, and Ed Screen, I could not stand that guy. Him as sucks. A he does, and he's also British, and he's trying to do a New York accent. Oof. Yeah, the, it is so over the top. And, like the accents in this movie are like straight out of community theater. How great he's like, was I, Patrick? I'm from Yonkers. I mean, it's like yeah. you know what I mean. It's like how great was Patrick Wilson? He's fine. Patrick yeah, is probably the best part of the movie. He's always fine. Yeah. But there's it's nothing. Like, he fine. elevates the movie. And, and yeah, I'm talking like Woody Harrelson's in this. Dan Dennis Quaid's in this. But like, <gasps> yeah, Patrick Wilson's easily the best. It's part Dennis of this. Quaid and Patrick Wilson. Is it, Kurt Russell in this too? No. Oh, Damn it. If only. It's an all-star-ish cast. <laughs> yeah. And, and oh, there's it, a lot of. I mean, yeah, but like Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore's in it. I mean, there's names in this movie for yeah. sure. But and you, but it's like Valentine's Day, and that, sure, like they, you could tell they had each of them for like ten days, right, right, right. But it's uh, they're all like all the like Woody Harrelson and and all these the big names are in the same locations for right. the whole movie, pretty much. Yeah, and they and 
I'm assuming they probably shot a good chunk of it in Hawaii, which is where Woody Harrelson lives. Oh, oh is it? Yeah. That's so funny. that Woody Harrelson with it. hair is really weird to yeah, see. I don't like weird. it. Like, and, like, and like real hair, like long hair. I'm not talking about him when he used to have more hair before yeah. he shaved, but like. That's a really bad wig. Even yeah. even when he had hair, it, it looked like he didn't have hair. Right, but yeah. I'm, I'm like, talking about he has hair Woody, in Woody from Cheers looked like he was going bald right, when he yeah. was 22. That's what I mean. So like seeing him with a wig and having actual like thicker hair is just weird. Yeah. So there was one. It was 1976. Same title. Starring Charlton Heston, Henry Fonda, James Coburn, Glenn Ford, Hal Holbrook, Mit, uh, Robert Mitchum, Cliff Robertson. So it's kind of the same premise, it looks right. like, where it's just oh. like, let's get... All, well, I mean, like... <laughs> same I mean, premise. Not same premise, but the like the actors. Same business the, model. The, the, the yeah. plethora of actors' gotcha. pictures at the bottom of the yeah, poster. okay, gotcha. <laughs> this remake of the events of World War II has an <laughs> interestingly uh, similar it's weird premise how it's, to... Uh, yeah, it's, it's doubled her age in reverse. Yeah. Well, don't don't blow it. They don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it uh, it's I don't know. It, I'm 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 gonna get on the podcast later, and it will be an interesting conversation. Uh, I'm guesting on the Feel and Film podcast with a friend of the show Aaron White, and he's a great guy, and I'm excited to talk to him. He's a veteran, so this movie uh, that's very... the that's the problem with movies like this when they don't make them well. It's they're like challenging you. That, that is always be my like, question. Why, why do you hate America? Yeah, right, right. right. And, and I know he really enjoyed it, and it will be an interesting. Oh, Oh, conversation because I'm mean, because it's important. So that, I've always like, wonder, I've always wanted to ask that question: is like people who served when they see a garbage military movie, like does that piss them off? Well, they or is it don't just see it as garbage? That's the problem. Is that when oh, you have rose colored glasses on, you can make things that aren't good. And I'm not talking about deep fried tacos. I mean, you don't see the flaws. You you yeah. want to see it. You're excited. You're in, you're more interested in the subject matter. Sure. So your brain just goes. <laughs> This is not garbage, right? You know, right, right. So, and I, it's a very rah-rah movie. And you know, if 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 that's your take on military and World War Two, yeah. why wouldn't it be? I mean, that's you of know, all like, the wars you can talk yeah, about. Yeah. That's the but, one. Uh, but uh, you don't get a lot of that. Yeah. And so uh, you know, so there, you're all, you also have a have a, a demo that's kind of starved for that. Sure. I think it's similar to Christian movies in that regard. And there's probably sure. a lot of crossover. Yeah. In those two demos, but you know that they don't. You know, there aren't a lot of Christian movies. So when they when they do get get them, they're even if they're behind it. flawed, like they're they're gonna roll with it right. because it's that or nothing. And it's they're the, also the passion of the Christ. The same. I mean, honestly, it's similar to how <laughs> nerds used to be sure. with superhero. Wait, movies. we get another Superman movie? Yeah, that Captain but America it, movie was really good. Right? Well, it was really good. No, we mean well, no. I know. Yeah, with J D. Salinger's kid yeah. with, right. the, with the rubber ears on the yes. side of his costume. Yeah. Yeah. Captain America's going around beating up phonies. <laughs> so anyway, but uh, yeah, number one though. I mean, it made money, and I agree, it's going to have legs. So, uh, I'm, but this is a slow time of the year. So number one with eighteen million. Yeah, and I'm guessing this movie had a budget on it. So it's I, like I don't know how it couldn't ju- just judge by those trailers. Oh, but the actors and it's a big war yeah, movie, sure. right? So um, I'm looking to see. You know, we've we've talked about that uh, box office mojo was purchased by IMDb. So we don't have uh, all the data that we used to in the same places. So I don't know if Wikipedia. I think Tom. Looking it up has a budget, but trying but eighteen. I mean, this try like, plugging in midway to Wikipedia. <laughs> oh yeah, good luck in midway twenty nineteen. You got to do the year. I did. I did midway film, but yeah. that didn't do anything. So, but I, it's not like with this movie they made eighteen million and they're like, hooray, it's a win. Like they've Ta-da! got a ways to go if yeah. they want to make. Uh, you know what? They made this movie for a hundred billion dollars, which is a very I mean, small budget. Small. For, when you see how much, I mean, there are a lot of effects in this yeah, movie. For yeah, for sure. So, to, I, like, I I got to say, I'm pretty impressed to see that this movie was made for a hundred. Hats off to them. It is a big budget blockbuster. It looks type. 
it looks like a two hundred million dollar yeah, movie. It looks like a Michael Bay. Bit. Considering yeah. how many effects are shot, how many effect shots are in this movie, I feel like their tech, their technologies may be like just like a generation behind what they're using now, mm-hmm. right? Because it doesn't look like Dunkirk, right. which was boring, but like look look good. good. They're using but, they're using like Adobe. Uh, after Effects, like the version before, so they they still have it. Right, but they don't have to pay for it or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But uh, and then you throw in all those actors, right? So a lot, I mean, a lot of people, even not right. the big names, but there are a lot of naval crew members and people on screen at the same time. I mean, yeah. it's a lot going on, which means you have to you know feed them and you got to pay for you know whatever housing Clothe people and, and yeah, pay it's, them. And... It's it's a lot of people. It's not just. Just CG. And, right. and interestingly enough, it's largely bankrolled by Chinese investors. Are you serious? I right thought now? it was yeah. interesting. There were two, I think, two production companies that were foreign. And I'm thinking this is a big American rah-rah. And right. this is about us winning the day. And I was interested to see that. Chinese or Japanese? Chinese. Well. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's why. Because it's like, <laughs> yeah. the, they're like, oh, Chinese people will love to watch a movie where the Japanese, Japanese get their blown. ass handed to them. <laughs> exactly but also at, this, and also at this point, I think, hadn't the Japanese taken over china like i mean I they touched upon it over but but i, I mean haven't they but, invaded i mean weren't they like controlling t- yeah. I, they address in the movie at yeah. one point they talk about that they hold forces in china or something so i i wonder if the chinese want to tell this side of the story and how sure the japanese were bad scooted out yes, of there yeah yes, exactly <laughs> but i was surprised to see that i'm thinking this yeah. is a totally american right type of production. Yeah. so but and it, it was uh it was filmed in hawaii okay, okay. yeah it makes sense nice so woody harrelson and walked outside his back Quebec. door <laughs> those are two very different parts of the country yeah <laughs> so 18 million on that one we'll see how that continues to do in week two but the movie of the the day dr sleep which we'll talk about next episode 13.5 million dollars what happened so i mean i i don't know i well okay i think the week after Halloween, yeah, for an iconic horror franchise sequel, I, I just I think it's a weird time. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think you're wrong. That's a very weird thing. Like I'm watching it, and I, I was thinking to myself, I don't know about you Why guys, but I'm like, I, this is a perfect Halloween it movie. Would've been, it would have done amazing business yeah. at Halloween they, time. I also wonder how many. I don't know that The Shining really resonates in the modern day consciousness sure. and outside of film oh, that, outside that, of film could, that could be true that's you fair. know that's fair yeah i agree i don't you don't hear that many people talking especially the younger audiences right are they clamoring for a shining sequel the, the film nerds of course right no kubrick and they're jonesing for it but right but you're right mainstream audiences i don't know i kind of feel like with the with the current like resurgence of stephen king i felt like that this is the shining is kind of one of those I mean, top three adaptations and yeah. i say I, I use adaptations very loosely with the the shining movie but right i mean i feel like when you look at them i feel that it has to be in the maybe even top two maybe i mean i feel like maybe misery and the shining shawshank yeah that's true yeah, i put shawshank at number one that's fair well and, I just, and then y- also don't forget uh stand by me mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> but you don't think of them because they're I don't, horror yeah i think of those right? as like different green mile green mile yeah sure dolores clay no that's a horror movie but um but definitely the shining is definitely one of the like prestige film right versions of stephen king yeah. it's funny on voodoo they always have these stephen king like eight packs for six bucks never and, 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 and whenever bucks. i look at them i'm just like i don't want to see any of these movies <laughs> oh i get rose like, red and like I these get, movies uh, are all the stand bad like none of these <laughs> there's movies a lot of there's there's more it was probably more bad than good honestly yeah he's like, made a lot there have been a lot of adaptations lot of even crazy. adaptations of the good stuff i mean right. like the 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 1997 miniseries 
of The Shining. Yeah. And then there was a remake of Salem's Lot, which is, not, I mean, starring Rob Lowe, which I got to, that's the one I want. Like, if they, if they do anything else, that's yeah. the one. That You know, that's, I think, when we talk about remakes and reboots and all this, those are the ones they should be making, the bad movies that right. have a good premise or a good book that they adapted from. Right. For sure. Like, if you go wanna, back and do it go, right. Go do it right, exactly, because it's, it's people are, they, they do remakes, I think, for the wrong reason. They do it because they think they have built-in audience nostalgia, and I get all that, but if you have a, a book or something uh, uh, whatever a play it doesn't matter what it is but if you have something that's a great idea and could make an amazing movie and you do it right you could end up making so much more and you're gonna appeal to mass audiences not just super fans oh, yeah. right the original thing which is t- i mean salem's lot is a even the miniseries is insanely good yeah i like that a lot but that's like the whole Dark Tower fiasco. Yeah. You know, like when yeah. they're taking bits and they're, we're going to do the third book, but we're going to take bits and pieces from over here. It's like, you know, you you had something. Right. And you, know, you mucked it they up. They did. It was a shame. So we'll get into that one next episode. But uh, going through the list here, Last Christmas, the new Paul Feig movie, $11.9 million. And uh, congrats to our friend Colby Mack for getting a shout out. Uh, Paul Feig retweeted him and oh, nice. told him thanks for the kind words and retweeted his review. So that was cool. Uh, number four. Play- I did not realize that was a Paul Feig movie. I know, movie. right? Because it doesn't seem like a yeah. bridesmaid, Melissa McCarthy comedy type movie. Like, But his last movie was was not like that either what was last a movie? simple favor yeah oh that was paul feig yeah. i had forgotten okay well fair enough then okay yeah. um because i'm still thinking of like bridesmaids and spy and right you know, the totally the, the comedies yeah the, and he does yeah. better ones than the right like, melissa mccarthy and her husband absolutely types, but, yeah uh, i didn't realize at all that it was paul feig yeah. it does not look like now it, so. i want to see it i know well i think i'm gonna try to sneak it in today sometime but uh, anyway, $11.9 million on that one. Number four, Playing With Fire. Oh, I just, it almost makes me sick. It's that John oh. Cena oh, firefighter sure. kids. Ugh. Oh. I'm so ready for that, the John Cena experiment to be over. He's not The Rock. No, he's yeah. not. He's nowhere as talented, charismatic, good of an actor. It's just, they're trying to make another rock. Right. And it's, uh, it's unfortunate for all of us. I can't stand him. I just, ugh. so, and again, then those uh, sisters, was it? Or that he was the drug dealer oh right? yeah it was sisters wasn't it sisters because he was in the amy schumer movie right as the boyfriend that was gay and then he was in sisters as the drug dealer those bit parts i just think sisters sisters is the tina fey they throw uh, a party oh okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and he shows up and is like going through his yeah. list of drugs whatever like he's funny and i think again that those roles were so funny because he's so right like and, it's like uh, a juxtaposition he, it, cock blockers was okay yeah i like cock blockers that was way better than i expected yeah. it to be um but i think the other leslie man and ike Baronholtz definitely carry, but he's yeah. he was okay. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm kind of done with that. But that made 11.3 million dollars, so I guess we're not going to see it stop anytime no, soon. With, well, it's making as and much. He's in almost Suicide as, Squad. He's in everything. He's in Fast Nine. He's in everything. You know, he joins the Fast, Fast Furious. Nine? Oh, you're yeah. right. He is. Yeah, he's in everything. They're they're going to make it happen one way or another. Number five, Terminator Dark Fate uh, with ten million. The movie from last week, sixty six percent drop. Joker with another nine million. Maleficent in number seven with eight point five million. Week four, a thirty five percent drop. So that one's still hanging on as well, um, but hasn't even broken a hundred million domestic. Harriet, uh, we talked about that. That was a movie um, that released last week that we hadn't seen, but another seven million, seven point two is a thirty eight percent drop. So that's a twenty three million domestic in week two. 
Zombieland Double Tap at number nine with four point three. That's a forty-two percent drop, and it's at sixty-six million domestic. And uh, rounding out the top ten is the Adams Family, still sticking around. Oh, good for it after its October release where it belongs. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Four point one is a fifty-one percent drop, and it is at ninety-one point three million domestic. I was going to point out uh, in the limited release, just mm-hmm. barely not beating out Adams Family. To take spot number ten was JoJo Rabbit at four million dollars. So still sticking yeah. around, still plugging yeah. along. I th- that that's the, that's one of those ones that I am really looking. Well, it's only on eight hundred screens. Adam's yeah. Family's on twenty six hundred. JoJo Rabbit made one hundred thousand less with sure. a third of the screen. That's so pretty... JoJo Rabbit, it, did you see it, Tom? I did. Okay, it's I, good. I really want to see it. I've heard yeah. nothing but good things about it. Uh, it's got a great cast and it's Taika Waititi. So yeah, what do you, I'm excited. Uh, to and while we're slumming it in the limited release, I also <laughs> sure. think it's uh, interesting to point out that uh, Downton. Abby is at ninety five million dollars. Did it come back? No, it's just it's just plugging it's, along. It's down just there. plugging along and probably you know art houses and sure and people are having backyard <laughs> projector <laughs> parties. It's on like four hundred and seventy five screen. It's showing in nursing homes and, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and that's is that like the end of is that supposed to be like the end of their show? Not at ninety five million well, dollars. It's yeah. not, but it's a continuation of. Yeah. Oh, like, it is. You know, the show was over and then. Well, I thought of it as like the Deadwood movie where it's like we know we didn't finish at season three, so here's the movie to finish the show. Now, I, mean, I, I think the show, I mean, it was a big hit, so it got to finish on its own turn. Oh, okay, okay. But then they were like, like, they want more. Let's throw it in theaters and see, see how it does. does. So I think you can, I think you'll be getting a Downton Abbey 2. Oh, Downton Abbey 2. I love the idea of a, Down- a TV series continuation, but then having a sequel <laughs> number. like Sex I, and the City 2. Oh, that's true. Yeah, okay, that's true. I'll yeah, give you yeah. that. It's Star just like, Trek Two, Adam's Family well, Two. Okay, okay. So <laughs> while we're in limited release, then uh, just the very last thing we have to mention: Parasite. This is a movie that will not go away anytime soon, and I don't say that as a bad thing. But I mean, this is people are calling it. It's a foreign language film, but they're talking about an Oscar t- contender for Best Picture. Really, with a good chance to win. Uh, yes, this movie made another two point four million, which is a five percent drop, and it's limited release. 2.4 million it's only on 603 screens and it is up to tw- uh, 11.1 million dollars domestic uh and so it is the highest grossing foreign film of the year um and it's in limited release so that's awesome it, it is it that, is that dude is bong Jun yeah he's a special Ho. like that's a special talent that yeah. guy like the stuff that he does just has a different yeah feel like Monster i don't even know how to the dis- one i couldn't think yeah, of yeah, we were yeah. thinking or snowpiercer no, no mother Oh no, we saw Mother. No, Mother was Darren Aronofsky. Yeah. It's a different one though. Oh. Okay. But yeah. I mean, if you've never seen Snowpiercer, I cannot recommend that movie enough. Like that is a it's a comic book movie, but not in the traditional sense. Yeah. Like it's That's based a on movie. a graphic novel. It's a great movie. Yeah. Chris Evans not being Captain America. It's interesting like I love him as Captain America. Like if he would just not be selfish and want to further his career in other areas, and he just wanted to be bastard. Captain America. I know. How dare he want to explore creative options? But if he could go, like, if he, if that dude could be Captain America forever, I'd be all right with it. Uh, and he, it's, it's always interesting to see him in like non Captain America roles. Yeah. Like, I feel like Knives Out. We can't talk about it, but it's not Captain America. Right. Yeah. But so his first film, which most people haven't seen, is Barking Dogs Never Bite in two thousand. Uh, but then he did Memories of Murder in two thousand three. Oh wait, I think I that was a blockbuster movie. The Barking Dogs one. It could like, have been like a yeah. domestic release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, uh, and then he did The Host in 2006. That was a great movie. He did Tokyo in 2008. He did Mother in 2009. Snowpiercer was 2013. 
Okja, remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 2017, and then now Parasite in 2019. So, I mean, wasn't Okja like a kids movie? It was a. It could have been. It was about like a, this big, it was like this big dog looking yeah, creature yeah, or yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah, so I mean, the guy's got some great films, and uh, this thing is getting ready to to roll out uh, wider. Um, if you're in St. Louis this week, when you're listening to this episode, uh, it's getting its St. Louis release, which means if it's coming out here, it's going to be open yeah. a lot of other places. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're not. A, we're low man. Yeah, yeah. We, we get the little bit later releases. So uh, I mean, just to put it in perspective, you can still buy Swatch Guards in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> That's how far behind the times we are, and they still work. Yes. Yeah. So you're going to want to go see this movie, and people are going to be talking about this through award season. So Parasite doing quite well, and I'm, I'm sure we'll continue to do so. There you go. So uh, I guess that's it for this one. Let's go around the table, and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter <laughs> at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. I've got a sick kid, so I'm dealing with other stuff. <laughs> this is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. Long, awkward pause. <laughs> this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers while you're there. Uh, like the page. Join the group. Uh, also, uh, while you're in front of your podcast delivery device, be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And then, of course, check us out on Patreon at Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. Five bucks a month. You get all sorts of bonus content and you get to help us out. That's not so bad. No. So uh, that's it for this one. Coming up on the next one, we will tackle Dr. Sleep. Until then, you've been warned. You're running away from something? From myself, I guess. New magic. Like me. I always called it The Shining. World's a hungry place. And they'll eat what chance. Dr. Sleep. Rated R. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.